So Dave from Glass Animals, we are so happy to have you a part of the show. So a big warm welcome to the East Coast Radio Top 40. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. So we've interviewed a load of artists over the past couple of months, and we love to dive into this scenario where we find out what pets they have. So we've done our homework oh, yeah. and we've realized that Woody is one of the cutest dogs on earth. How is Woody doing? He's great. He's really good. He um, has been wearing an outfit that he chose himself. He's a small dog, by the way, for anyone who doesn't know. He's about the size of, you know, maybe a shoe. Um, and he doesn't look like any other dog I've ever seen before. He looks a bit like, I don't know, it's just he's a, he's looks like a Jack Russell, but fuzzier, I guess is the only way of saying it. Anyway, he's decided to wear this leopard print, no, sorry, zebra print one-piece suit. Uh, <laughs> wearing it for about a week you won't take it off that's adorable that's how t arrives to work you know in her leopard skin she always looks amazing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, glass animals the name how did that come up members of the group just give me a, a summary of everything and everyone a summary glass animals you know we've been about we've known each other for a really long time we've known each other for oh my god I don't even, it's like 15 years. Oh my, yeah. Oh my God, that's so long. Um, and yeah, we kind of formed at our friend's birthday party, a friend's 17th birthday party. He wanted some music to be played live. And so he asked me and I said to the other people I knew who also played instruments, do you want to play some music at, at our mate Sammy's birthday party? And they said, yeah, sure. So we just played stroke songs. And then I think we played a Muse song as well. And that, yeah, we played then like an Otis Redding song. We just played covers at this birthday party. And then we were like, okay, that's cool. We could do this. We could be a could band. Do, and I'm saying you could do this. Yeah. I mean, it, it's still, I still have to pinch myself and think that we've turned this into a, like a job in quotes. Yeah. It doesn't feel real. It feels like a weird dream. It still feels like we're kind of doing some kind of weird, yeah crazy holiday same <laughs> glass animals how did that come up i was trying to think about this earlier and to be honest it's probably it's such a boring story that i've kind of forgotten i th <laughs> i think basically right at the beginning we wanted to to put some stuff on soundcloud and we were like to put something on soundcloud you need a name so we were like okay let's give ourselves a couple you know a couple days to come up with a name and we just wrote down loads of names and they were all rubbish. So we just chose the first one. And the first one was Glass Animals. That's it. Wow. That is the <laughs> dumb story. story I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, like I think I chose it because my grandma used to collect little glass animals. Uh, okay, see now you've just turned the story around. That's cute. Yeah, I've turned it around. Okay, good, good. I think that's, that's basically why I wrote it down in the first place. Dave, you have stories about pineapples and lots of them at concerts, on stage. Please elaborate on that for us. Yeah, it's sort of gotten out of control, the pineapple situation. <laughs> we just had a pineapple on our first album cover, and then someone, for some reason, quite early on, brought one to a show, and I, like, they threw it on stage. I caught it, I put it on my guitar amp, and since that moment, it just has been... Uh People bring thousands of pineapples to shows and some, some venues don't let them in. They have a sign outside that says, like, no pineapples at this show. No pineapples permitted at this show. <laughs> and then there'll just be a giant, like, 
bin overflowing bin with thousands of pineapples in it outside the venue and we try after the show to take it to like a food shelter or something you got to understand from our side in South Africa that if you perform here one day, and we hope you do, that pineapples are a hot commodity. And I'll tell you why. During lockdown in South Africa, alcohol was banned. So what do South Africans do? We love our booze. We made pineapple beer. So you get pineapple and you chop it up and you put it in this glass. You add water and you add yeast and it turns into an alcoholic beverage. So when I saw uh, your story about pineapples, I thought, oh, what a win. We have to get you here. South Africans, we love pineapples. <laughs> that sounds delicious. Let's, I'm, I'm going to try that. No, it yeah, it's you... worth a go. Tino's right now. She's just had one. She's... <laughs> <laughs> Dave, when last did you perform live in front of an audience? Oh, wow, long. Like, actually, live. I've done a couple of little Zoom concerts, and they've been quite fun. It's quite weird because you finish the song and then no one claps. So you just <laughs> you say, oh, thanks, and then you move on to the <laughs> uh, The last actual show was exactly one year ago today. So it's funny that you are. It was exactly one year ago today. It was in this venue called the Troubadour in Los Angeles. Legendary venue. It's where like Elton John played some of his first shows. It's a small, it's a small little venue. And wow. we were doing like a little kind of warm-up show there. And we finished the main part of the set, left, and we we're going to come back on and do an encore. But before we went back on stage, the venue owner came up and said, like, look, this is going to be the last show in Los Angeles for a really, really, really long time. So make it good. And then we had to we had to go try and make it good. No, that's that's an absolutely beautiful story. So because now I'm in my feet, let's bring it up again. I need you to be honest. Then how many members are you guys? And name them by name, please. Before I ask you this question. Okay, there's four of us in total. I'm Dave. Then there's Dave. There's Drew. There's Ed. And there's Joe. Okay. Of the four of you guys, be uh, honest. I'm on the spot. Who is the diva? The one that's just so unnecessary in reactions oh, and this no. Absolutely. Atrium, I don't even have and it's, own it. please own it if it's you it's not me no no no, no. i'm not a diva i'm, I'm okay um <laughs> it's absolutely 100 joe he is he is <laughs> why why he just see you know he likes to he likes to walk around feeling fancy love joe yeah I think you're my friend he likes things a certain way. And it's fair enough. It's fair enough, I think. Yeah, he, he, brings, his own, uh, he brings his own utensils with him, his own fork and knife everywhere. No! Yeah, he has them in a little pouch, uh, a little cloth pouch, and he has his fork and his knife in there. Um, I'm trying to think. You know what? None of us are that diva-ish. We're, we're not so diva-ish. But Joe is the worst. I think Joe's my best. Can I put it out there? I think is my best friend he's genuinely my best friend as well <laughs> we can share we can share but i just want to talk about your new song heat waves which is doing so well on the east coast radio top 40 and t and i we love it so we just want to know from the way i interpret the song it's not about durban's humidity but rather missing someone and not being able to do anything about it am i kind of on the right track here exactly yeah it's exactly that i I think everyone's kind of feeling that a little bit right now in this lockdown situation. Everyone's missing someone a little bit, but it's kind of, you know, it sounds like a sad theme for a song, but really it's optimistic. It's like 
realizing that it's actually okay to miss someone and that can be quite a in you know it's quite an invigorating feeling thinking about your memories with with that person and yeah just acknowledging that it's okay to to be be in that way to be to be missing someone 100 percent. and you know the way you just said that now it just shows how human you are. And I've watched a load of your interviews, a load of the things that you've done online, and your humility just shines through. Do you think that's testament to the way you were brought up, Dave? I, d- I mean, I, yeah, my mum's, she's a character, my mum. The, ma- the main story I have about my mum, right? Yeah, so that I don't let, I never let her come to a show for years for about four years while we were starting out i didn't let her come to a show because i knew what was going to happen and then she came to a show and she did exactly what i thought she was going to do she was i didn't want her to sit too close to the front because it would be a distraction for me and i I basically was worried i was going to like you know maybe do a bad job and she'd be upset and i'd see her in the crowd and be like oh my god this is terrible but what happened i sat her like 20 rows back from the front that wasn't close enough for her so she pushed everyone out the way, climbed over the seats, got right to the front row, stood at the front, and then she shouted, she goes, David, David, look at me. Look at me. I want you to smile for a photograph. <laughs> and this is, Never. This is like one of the biggest shows we've ever played. It's Radio City in New York. There's 8,000 people in the crowd. And this, my microphone's like picking up her voice. <laughs> It's a really classic. It's a really beautiful venue. Oh, that is brilliant. I love that story. It sounds exactly like my mom. And T's mom would probably be the same, right, T? Wow, yeah. that is so sweet. And it just, it honestly just warmed my heart. And it shows me a side to you that I didn't quite know you had. I mean, I, I've got a soft spot for my mom. Every, you know, <laughs> mom's a special. I think all three of us have a soft spot for our moms. Another question that I really wanted to ask you. Throughout your journey, because I saw that you guys started in 2010, you know, that's like 11 years this year. What has been your biggest challenge? Like for other people, it's breaking into the industry. For other people, it's getting gigs. It's, it, it differs from, from person yeah. to person, from band to For you guys, what has been the biggest challenge that you guys have faced? Wow. Staying alive, I think, is the main challenge. We've had a lot of near near-death experiences joe got really badly injured he's absolutely fine now he's had this amazing he had a terrible accident he's had this incredible recovery and now he's better than ever we were also again in new york and we stole these golf carts and we drove them up the side of a a giant giant mountain and what we didn't realize is then we'd have to drive them down again and there's a video somewhere online of us driving these golf carts down this mountain and it's just too, the brakes don't work. They stop working and one of the golf carts hit a bump, spun 180 degrees onto its top and landed onto its top. And luckily no one was, in, <laughs> no one was hurt. Um, and then I had a show in London once with a roof collapsed and landed literally six inches in front of my face that like this huge metal pipe just fell right in front of my like flash. Can I ask what was going through your mind when that moment happened? I, I can't imagine what you were thinking. I didn't really think of what <laughs> basically it happened. And I was like, was that real? And then looked at the floor and there's this like dent in the floor, this metal pipe had just landed. And I looked at the person in the front row who was maybe five feet away from me and we just 
we held each other for about 45 seconds thinking like we are, we're alive someone wants us to be alive yo that is wow. absolutely you should be grateful cuz anything could have happened that day but you're still here still here very lucky yeah. very lucky dave let's move on to your music video now i'm i'm going to be honest here i'm guilty i only watched it yesterday all right oh, yeah. but I must just say your concepts for performances, your merchandise, your videos, I think that's what makes you so unique in my opinion. So apparently you filmed this in your own street with your own neighbors. How did this come about? Yeah. Well, we were we were locked down really hard and we just had to be super creative and try to make a music <laughs> basically the first video we made for the album. I just made entirely in my house alone. And they just sent a whole video shoot and all the setup and cameras and lights in a giant truck to my house. I live on the third floor of a building and they didn't realize. And I had to carry up like it took me four days just to carry the things into my apartment. And I was like, I'm not doing that again. That was ridiculous. So so I literally flipped it the other way. And I was like, what if everybody else films it? So I went and put little notes through all my neighbor's door slots saying, look, I'm going to be outside (laughs) at seven o'clock on Wednesday. Can you film me on your phone and then upload it to Dropbox, this Dropbox link? And it, it worked. It got to seven o'clock. I started, like, people started leaning out their windows, shouting at each other and, like, speaking to each other. And it was just, like, beautiful sense of community that had been missing for so long because of the lockdown. It was so heartwarming. I must be honest, when I watched it, I had goosebumps. I had chills because it was so real. And the way you did it, it was just like, wow, we know we're in lockdown. But when I watched your video, you can almost see the sense of a community coming together in that one music video. It's, it was so heartwarming. And it's, I'm very lucky to have such sweet neighbors. And I live in a really exciting, lovely area of London, East London. And people are just up for up for stuff people are fun excited there's always something happening here the end because it was the best part of the music video for me you went to a stage and you had i think it was three tvs with you and you had your band playing on the tvs and you were on stage performing to no one but just lights and it just got me thinking oh my gosh artists have really been through the most in the past year and two months how was that for you filming knowing that you're you're not going to see a live crowd for ages. Yeah, it was heartbreaking, you know, it was especially going from that walk down the street with all the people around me and everything and then going into, you know, they're the people who would normally be at the show and who would be out with you. And then you turn into this dusty music venue that's, just, yeah, literally falling apart. And you're like, oh, this is crushing. This is, this is like a dying venue. It's so sad. But I, on a, on a happier note, I've just had a few calls about live music coming back and there's some dates in the calendar. I'm so excited. Live music is coming back. Yes. Did you pay all the people who helped you with the video? <laughs> <laughs> we, we've, we, we did make sure everyone like who wanted to be compensated for their time was, was compensated. You know, we didn't want to leave anyone hanging and we know um, people are out of work. <laughs> I would have said what you did, bringing back the community and just getting people together after the whole lockdown thing. You should have paid them with love. I think love is enough. <laughs> we paid them with love to <laughs> some people, like to, for a couple of like key shots, we like rang a doorbell and we're like, would you mind filming just because like 
like there is this really super sweet elderly lady who lived right at one end of the road had like the top window right at the end of the road and the director really wanted her to film from that position so we actually rang the doorbell and we're like she was like don't don't bother us and i was like come on we'll i'll give you give you a penna you were saying that live music you're about to get back in action soon what are the chances of you coming out to beautiful south africa i'd absolutely love to i've never been to south africa before I think there's incredible music. Like we actually sampled a South African artist on the album. Um, well, two. Kaifa Semenya, do you know him? What's oh, Kasta Semenya. No, Semenya, yeah, yeah. Kai, how do you spell it? C-A-I-P-H-U-S. The athlete. No, 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 no. He's a, a South African musician. And Leta Mbulu. Oh, Leta Mbulu. I know Leta Mbulu, yes. That one I know. Yeah, yeah. So we sat there, like older generation artists, and yeah, we sampled them on uh, Tokyo Drifting. Oh, oh okay. wow! Yeah, so it'd be it would be amazing I'd, to like come out and try and um, and yeah, maybe try and meet Kaifas or something would be incredible. You know what's great about your song Heat Waves is when we play it on the top forty, right? In the studio, we have this WhatsApp line. And it's a great gauge for us because we play a song and we just want to see what our listeners enjoy. And every time Heat Waves plays, we just get bombarded with WhatsApps saying we love this song. So please make sure when you come to South Africa, please make Durban your first stop. You're so loved here. Oh, I'd absolutely love to. It would be such an honor for us. Just any, yeah, I'd love to get out of England. (laughs) (laughs) But it would also be lovely to come to South Africa. I've, 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 my favorite teacher when I was growing up was South African. And I just, yeah, I'd love to come and, and hang with everybody. Oh, amazing. We'd love to have you in the studio, have a good chat face to face. That's a thing we haven't done in ages. And then maybe get you to do a live set. It would be incredible for the show as well. That would be wonderful. That'd be absolutely wonderful. Seriously, tell us when, whenever we're allowed and we'll be there. I'm in awe of what a great person you are. Oh, don't be silly. Don't be silly. You guys are so lovely. Thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. But before you go, please, can you intro your song on the East Coast Radio Top 40? Of course. Yeah. Um, hey, what's up? This is Dave from Glass Animals. And you are about to hear our song, Heatways, on the East Coast Radio Top 40. <laughs> 